can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439 or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. The biggest difference between California and Oklahoma is, you know, people actually care about football here. I had a great time there. I made awesome friends, but dude, I'm telling you, for what my purpose is, I like that I get to play football here and not really worry about anything else. There's too much stuff that you have to worry about, like not hurt people's feelings. You can't do that anymore. And I'm like, then they took my edge away, so then I started playing soft. Now I got it back. You guys been losing. I got it back. You buying that? You think he's got it back? Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the part where nobody in California cares about college football. So oh, we I was knew saying, that. Well, yeah. Heck yeah, I'm buying that. We knew that 100%. And you can't hurt anybody's feelings out there. Yeah, I, I uh, buy into that one as well. Two for two so far from McCade Matoyer. Well, <laughs> you can't hurt anyone's fe- Good luck not hurting anyone's feeling out there. feelings out there. I know that's... Uh, seems impossible to avoid. Uh, so now nah, that was cool to hear from him a little bit, though. Um, Took his edge away because he couldn't hurt anyone's feelings, but he says he's got his edge back. Ask uh, Britt Venables. Britt Venables will tell you. Are Are you buying it? You think he's got his edge back? Um, I will say yes. Okay. He's got his edge back, but I need to see that in the first game of the season, please. Yeah, I will remember that statement from uh, McCade there. Man, would like to see evidence of it. Tell me, Throw yes or no? Around those Arkansas State guys, please at 11 a.m. <laughs> right. Tell me, yes or no, if you believe this player will be back for the 2024 season? Oh, okay. Left tackle, uh, left tackle Walter Rouse. Left tackle uh, Walter <laughs> Rouse. I'm gonna say he he has. More I'm than, off to a slow start. He has okay? more than one year of eligibility. I'm just making sure that you're not trying to trick me no, here. No, I'm not. More... I don't think he does. I think he's got one year. Then, he... no, he won't be back for the 2024 season. So, we'll be looking for a left tackle. Um, center, Andrew Rame. How many years of eligibility does he have left? Do you know for sure? <sighs> I don't. I mean, I don't think he's an early entry to the NFL draft. I mean, we all we all good with that one? Uh, he's got another year of eligibility. He'll be back. I don't think that's the case. You think he's going to enter in the portal and go yeah. somewhere else? No, I just I think he's going to go to the NFL. Huh. Um, Interesting. I don't know for sure, but I think it may have even been. He uh, must be forecasting a huge year. Uh, well, it it. I don't know. I, it may have been a decision for him after last year. Um, now, I'm not saying that whether that's the right or wrong. I feel like the point that you're you're uh, trying to arrive at is you're going to have a new look offensive line in 2024. Is that the point that you're going to get get to? I get think across? there's a very very strong chance that we are replacing at least. Four out of five offensive linemen. Well, good thing it's not a uh, trenches league out there in the SEC, huh? 
Good thing you won't be starting a uh, second year second year player with a brand new Air offensive raid. line. Yeah, would it freak everyone out in the first segment of the show today? Nice now, job. The good news is this: um, I like a lot of the prospects that we've got at some of those spots. Uh, okay, that's enough text line. I can see those uh, texts Tacker, that are coming through. The left hackers. Come back. on. Um, I don't know. I. That's one of the tough things is it's a line of scrimmage league. It's a line of scrimmage sport. And after this season, we're going to be at, at least replacing three. Is, is, uh, is it also true on the defensive line? And, and, and I understand that some people will say, well, I mean, some of those names, you know, are, are very replaceable, and that's fine. But in the interior of that defensive line – is it going to be pretty similar as well? Maybe. I, I, mean, I don't know. E- every college football team is going to lose starters after this year, that's for sure. But you know, where does OU lose starters? Yeah, that's that's that'll be interesting to look at first year in the in the SEC. Right. I I don't know. I am still so behind on who's got eligibility and who doesn't. And I yes, I will admit. It's something that I'm not good at to begin with, okay? Record-keeping and staying up-to-date on all this stuff. Remembering anything of substance. Remembering anything of substance. But the roster situations that we get online are basically no help. You don't know when they've been updated or anything. Like, there's, like you look at a list, like, okay, this is a recent uh, roster update, and it's like, no, that guy transferred out back in December. So, And you know what? Now we know why the Big Ten tried to cancel the college football season in 2020 mm. because they knew that this problem was just going gonna to be a huge Yeah, issue. like, we don't want to deal with all that crap. Trying to remember if someone has one or two years of eligibility. Let's just cancel the whole season and run it back in 21, huh? Hear me out, guys. Yeah, this COVID thing is an issue, but when we start trying to <laughs> figure out who's got, who's got any type of uh, – eligibility left it's going to be a wish, you know what wish show. we would have recognized it at the time before the no. big 12 jumped in and uh, saved the day in the summer of 2020 yeah, i thought it season. was uh, a smart move to give everyone a, an extra year of eligibility but no it turns out to be a um a bad move now uh Lu-Ulu, i i don't think he's gonna have this is gonna be his last year i think grimes it's gonna be his last year what about co uh co scrolling 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 uh red shirt senior last year so yeah so you're gonna you're gonna lose some interior guys Whew. that's that's gonna happen uh some we're gonna lose it looks like all of them except for ashton sanders and grayson holton at this point oh boy uh, Kevin Gillum Jr., uh, Ethan Downs. There's some. I'm I'm exaggerating a bit, but there's a bunch of upperclassmen. Patrick there. says, "Hell, let's just go into the SEC with the whole new offense and defensive line. Let's get that some B going." Yeah, why not? Right? Let's just um, let's go underclassmen led, 24, no big deal. But you know, like I was saying though, I really like some of the prospects we've got. Um, the big kid from Kansas City, I think there's Caden a, Green. Caden yeah, there's Green. a lot of reason to like him. I, I think there's he a could chance that potentially. Yeah, I think there's a. I don't think it's unrealistic to to think that he may have a shot at starting at guard. Um, you know, he played left tackle all through the spring, 
did a really good job, uh, especially for an early arrival. If Walter Rouse is healthy and back and picks up where they expect him to, um, I think that he'll be probably the backup left tackle there, but could also be fighting for a, a starting guard spot. So um, I think ultimately that's what you want. And Bill Biedenboe, uh he's going to put his best five out there. So uh, Yeah, well, uh, all of that uh, information presented, I yeah. speak for myself here, but probably some others on the text line. I don't think our feelings are going to be too hurt if we see some young offensive linemen in the mix now, knowing what 2024 yeah. could look like, you know? Yeah. Especially a guy like Caden Green. Like His future may be at tackle, but who cares, man? If he gets in at guard and he plays well, I think experience is experience at this point. Um, yeah, I won't be sad to see some of those young guys in there, for right. sure. Yep. Um, Sexton, uh, Taylor. And, you know, we haven't had a chance to see some of the early arrival guys. Um, was there, there was two that came in, right? There was Ozida and then the other big tackle guy, right? Didn't he come in late? Uh, I think that is – I think that is correct, yes. Yeah, uh, so. Text line says, let's just play seven on seven. So there you go. Uh, 803, yeah. Uh, Ohio Sooner, I'm super excited for Josh Bates. That dude is going to be a mauler. Yeah. He's got the right mentality, as we talked about yesterday. He's, he's seemingly got that part figured out. Got the right mentality. Um, you know, the the transfer center that's coming in is going to push Rame. And um, I think he's strictly a, a center. So I don't – I don't I wouldn't expect him maybe to, to grab a guard spot if he can't beat out Rame. But I guess you never know. Like I said, Beatonbow will put the best five out there. But um, – He's a he's a legit player now, and he's I know he's coming from App State, but he's he's gonna he's gonna push Rame there at the center spot. Glenn from Nashville, as long as Coach Beatonbow is at OU, I will never be overly concerned about the offensive line. Yeah, um, they do need to show a lot of growth this year. I I think it's very fair to say the past couple of years have been um, you know not not to the standard that they have been previously and. This is the year to uh, turn that around. Right. This is the year for OU to get back to being um, – and, and I, I mean, yes, it's going to take some time for them to gel, I'm sure, but with the schedule as we talk about at nauseum, this offensive line should look dominant uh, a lot a lot this season. Yeah. IMO. I see, the, uh, I see the text right there from the 918. Rame is a junior. This is my, this is my issue. It, it says Rame is a senior – on his classification on Soonersports.com. Like, that's my problem. Is It's just, it's not easy. That's what I'm saying. No one really knows. Right. And if you're not a household name and you really only have one year left, I think you could get away with lying about it and get an extra year of eligibility. I I'm, know. I'm just get convinced Just get caught in the wash, right? Yes. Just see if the NCAA and is I, up you to... You know what? I bet JT Daniels did that this year. I bet that he's not actually eligible for this season, but Rice is like, hey, man. No one's going to notice. Right. Just come on down and play quarterback for us. Come on. Exactly. Now, I think Rame is – so 2020 was his his first year. So that year didn't count. Then he had 21, and last year was 22. So technically he's only had two years. So I think because of that year, yes, technically – He's going into his junior year, although it's his fourth year. He's going into his junior year. 
So you, you know, we used to make fun of uh, Jason White yeah. for staying on campus for six years, but that's there's there's guys in in uh, school for seven years now with the uh, COVID year. Six years is nothing for Jay. I mean, that's that's nothing. Was it six years for for Jason White? Yeah, it was six years. Yeah, that's right. I was sitting here thinking, well, maybe it was seven. Yeah, which you know, that's the. Um, that's always the thing that we kind of forget about, or at least I forget about, is that Nebraska game in 01, I, I, it's almost like just a, a, a blip that I don't even, don't even remember that Jason White tore his ACL in that game. Uh, well, everyone else remembers it. And it's a turning in, point of the game. In 2002, uh, kind of a turning point in that Alabama game as well, right? You know? Yeah, though, like Hibble ended up throwing, I think a couple of touchdown passes in the in the first half. Um, like the the Jason White injury in the Bama game, it was really early. Like you guys had a twenty three to three halftime lead, and I think Hibble like the the second half was a struggle, but Hibble was well, starting to play pretty well in the first. Half. I think, I think that's looking back, that's probably. Okay, in the first half, stuff like that, it happens in the mix, right? Quarterback goes down, someone, you know, uh, backup is in, defense is over there doing their thing, going through whatever, you just grind on, and then you go in at halftime, and it's like it sets in on you again, sure. you know, yeah. and it, you kind of have that hanging over your head as you come out of the tunnel again, and, you know, instead of thinking about finishing this game, you're thinking about, well, what does this mean for the rest of the season? And you find yourself in a, very quickly in a situation where you may drop a game that you shouldn't. Well, somebody should have told you at the time that a few months later he'd be the Rose Bowl MVP, you know? I know Maybe it. Maybe that would have calmed you down a little bit. I don't I know. I know it. Uh, no Bob Stoops today, mm. but he will be on with us tomorrow at 320. Okay. So we'll catch up with him. Should we even tease who we might have on today? Because we don't know for sure if we're going to have this individual on today. I think yeah, we're going to get cares? him on at some point this week. But, um, well, it's Baker Mayfield right. is who we might have on today. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to come storm the station if, they, well, if we don't get if it's him? Baker, yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that may that, be true. There's a chance. That may be true. That'd be cool. He's got his camp coming up Friday in town, which, by the way, just go ahead and give him a quick little plug there. This Friday, June 30th, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, up at OU. Boys and girls from first to eighth grade, all skill levels, tips, and uh, hands-on instruction, including a bunch of skill stations and contests and stuff. So it's always fun. BakerMayfieldCamp.com for information. Yeah, and that would be a uh, camp that's well worth your money because, you know, I, the, the way that I understand it, there's some football camps that, you know, might last four days and maybe mm -hmm. the head coach is barely there and Comes only shows out, up for picture day, picture, you yeah. know. Um, Baker is – he's very engaging with the uh, with the kids that are out there, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, no, it's You, it's you get good. the full effect at, at that one. Yeah, from – I haven't seen a whole lot uh, of it, but – I. You just know that personality. Whenever he's there, he's going to be on, and he's going to be entertaining. He's going to interact with those kids. So, is your yeah. son going on, uh, going out there with all of his uh, rings from baseball season? No, but is he going to try to catch passes I with hadn't... the three rings or so that he won this this year? I hadn't thought about that until now. That could be something we look into, huh? Okay, 
Thanks for reminding me on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just gave the plug. I don't know how you didn't immediately think of that. Well, but. because he's never played football before, and you know, I don't know, but could be good for him. That could be fun. Yeah, but we'll catch up with Bob tomorrow for uh, for sure. I definitely want to ask him about that Billy Sims um, photo that he's in when uh, he was with Iowa and came right. to Norman to play the first time that he uh, that he was uh, or he saw that photo. I feel like I've heard him talk about that before somewhere. Um, I can't remember if it was here or if it was somewhere else, but I think there's a pretty good story there. At least I feel like there's conflicting memories as to what That's the best happened. kind of story right, right there. That's what we want. Right. Uh, before we hit a break, nice Tommy Boy reference to uh, the 580 on the text line. A lot of people go to college for seven years. Yeah, they're called doctors. <laughs> nice job. Uh, that's good. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Keep hitting the Knippelmeyer text line, 651-3439. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. Jeff Lister here with Knippelmeyer Chevrolet. Have you been looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? We are constantly receiving new inventory and have a wide selection of Silverados and SUVs. At Knippelmeyer, we still do business the same way we have for 63 years. So, if we don't have the exact model you're looking for, we'll order it for you, and when it gets here, that's the price you pay. Come see us in Blanchard. Give us a call at 405-485-3333 or check us out on the web at knippelmeyer.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Victory Family Church. It's more than just a church. It's truly a family. And as it continues to grow, you can now celebrate with six opportunities every Sunday morning, starting as early as 8.30 a.m. and the final service at 3 p.m. Learn more about service times and everything going on with Pastor Adam and the church at victoryfamily.church. That's victoryfamily.church. Check out our campuses in Newcastle, Chickasha, and Shawnee. Victory Family Church, online at victoryfamily.church. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. Whether you live in or visit Norman this summer, the City of Norman, NEDC, Visit Norman, and the Norman Chamber of Commerce want to encourage you to eat, shop, stay, and play local. Introducing Rose Rock Habitat for Humanity Restore, your one-stop shop for quality home improvement materials, furniture, and unique treasures. With our ever-changing inventory, you'll discover something new with every visit. Visit roserockhabitat.org for more information. Experience the best brewery in Norman, 405 Brewing Company. Norman's 405 Brewing Company 
Company is open five days a week. Enjoy a beer on the Taproom patio or learn a new skill in the Taproom Academy class located north of Rock Creek off of Flood and look for the downtown location opening this fall. Hungry? You won't find a better spot for lunch, dinner, or drinks than on the legendary patio at the Mont. Enjoy the famous chips, queso, and a swirl. Remember, shopping local is better for the environment and the best way to support businesses that make Norman unique. So eat, shop, play, and stay in Norman this summer. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55-plus living community has a little bit of everything, from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full-service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Inside the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Someone in the 405 says, if Baker Mayfield isn't on today, I'm storming. So, we'll be ready. Today. We I, will be ready and waiting. All I know is that there's a chance that it could happen today. That's it. No idea what time. Just know that there's a chance that it could possibly happen. Here's a random question for you that uh, you probably won't get right. <laughs> what was the appreciate uh, that <laughs> what was the highest attended home game last year for OU I will remind you of what the home schedule looked like okay UTEP Kent State K-State KU Baylor and Oklahoma State what was the highest attended home game last year Oklahoma State University. You know, that would have been my guess as well. Kansas State? Kansas State was the highest attended home game last year. That makes sense. We were 84,376. We were undefeated night game, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what was K-State at that, at that point? Well, they had just lost to Tulane, so I don't, I don't think that they were ranked. They lost to Tulane the week before. Remember that? Yeah, I, okay. And I just laugh at that. I know Tulane was a really good team. I watched that game. I watched the film of that game. Some good players on that Tulane team. Um, it's still just – it's just a – it's To it's, go in there and, like, dominate defensively like they did in that game for what Kansas State did the next week. Yeah, it's – yeah, Your, it's, it's, your it's, Big it's 12 tough. champion got beat at home by Tulane the week before. I, It's just – it's it's Georgia losing to, I don't, you know, whatever. Insert whatever team there. It's just a weird thing. And, again, I know it's not really a fair assessment because that Tulane team was was really good, but it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's very <laughs> you know frustrating. What I'm saying? It was frustrating at the time, and I didn't even know what was going to happen in Norman the next week. Uh, K-State, you had 84,376. 
Oklahoma State, you had 84,132. Kent State was number three at 83,911. It's just really a way of asking, which, by the way, those were your three uh, home night games, right? Baylor was 11 a.m., KU was 11 a.m., UTEP was, was it 11 a.m. or 2.30? It was an afternoon game. So you Uh, had three games later in the day, and those were your three highest-attended football games. So there's something right there. Uh, what's going to be the highest attended, best home atmosphere this year? Oh, boy. Like, like that home schedule that I just read off looks Jeez. so much better than what you have this year. I know. And I, obviously, kickoff time really affects what the, uh, what the attendance is. Not knowing that, it's really hard to, to pick what game it's going to be. Well, I, th- I guess what, half of your home schedule, you know the kickoff times? Already know, Arkansas yeah. State's 11 a.m., SMU is 5 p.m., and then TCU is Black Friday at 11 a.m. So that would leave West Virginia at home undecided. Uh, Iowa State's going to be an 11 a.m. kick. UCF at home, and then, yeah, Iowa State, I would think so as well. Take your pick. We may not have – we may not have a a primetime kick the entire year. BYU is that going to be a night game? Is it- I mean, I I I wouldn't think it's an 11 a.m. game with right. the time zone that they're in. You know, you know what I mean? Right. That would yeah, be yeah, like yeah. a 10 a.m. 9 a.m. local start. Um, jeez, going off of that, I don't know. SMU maybe. <laughs> it's the it's at least so far the only one that's going to start after 11 a.m. I guess. Oh, jeez. I, I'm torn on the TCU thing. TCU could be a top 25 opponent at that point. Um, it's the day after Thanksgiving. It's 11 a.m. I, I understand that, but I think there's a chance that one could be. If, if that game ends up meaning something, like if OU's yeah, playing for something in the saying. end, that's probably going to be your highest attended game slash like win and you make atmosphere. the, the sure, yeah. Big 12 championship or something. And maybe even if you already have a spot locked up, there's just so much excitement from this year that – I mean, you could be playing for a – potentially to keep yourself alive in the playoff race. I mean, yeah. I, that's probably what it would have to be for that to be number one. Man – our schedule is so weird. We play we play home on September 30th and then what feels like a month later, it's 3 weeks later you play home against UCF. Yep, October 21st. And then 3 weeks later at home against West Virginia. So like you've got 3 home games that basically are spread out. You play you play a home game in September, a home game in October, and then a home game in November. That's how far they are spread apart. Yeah, I mean, your first two, obviously, you get at home, and then they're spread out significantly That's wild, after, after that one. Yeah, yeah, very interesting. Um, hmm. So I, I guess we're, we're selecting TCU <laughs> under the guidelines that that game actually means something at the end of the year. Is the highest attended, best home atmosphere of the year? 11 a.m. 11 a.m. 469 UCF in primetime, Gabriel's old school and new Big 12 team. Well, is that enough to get you into I understand the storyline there. Is that enough of a storyline to get you into primetime? I guess it depends on what else is going on that week. Yeah, maybe it depends what happened to OU Texas uh, as well. Yeah, I, 
UCF, if that is a primetime game and, you know, they haven't, you know, they, they haven't, you know, spit the bit already at that point into the season playing a, a power five schedule, uh, I, cause leading up to that, you know, it's, it's not horrible. Kent state to open at Boise state via Nova. Then they go at Kansas state Baylor at Kansas at Oklahoma. Now, that doesn't necessarily seem like murderer's row, but I they could easily, easily lose all three of those games. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see. God, this is a bad day for Guy. He says, huh? TCU won't be a night game? Yeah, that was announced a, uh, a few weeks ago, Guy. Uh, that is 11 a.m. the day after Thanksgiving. That is, uh, that, is, that is locked in on the schedule. After you get the crap beat out of you at Best Buy trying to grab a television. Then you go straight to the football game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you go straight to the hospital, then to the football game after some stitches. Tyler from Kellyville says uh, definitely the spring game in terms of uh, highest attended uh, home <laughs> games this year. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, hey, um, the SMU 5 p.m. kick at home may be it. We may have to peak really early this year. Most expensive ticket on the season, I'm sure. Uh, one home game in the summer, one in the fall, and one in the winter, LOL. Now, that is a great <laughs> point true. in the 918s because game one, at, I mean, 11 a.m., it's going to feel like the surface of the sun. Dude, that UTEP game was so hot last year. God, it was so hot. And that Oklahoma State game at the end of the year, it, was by, it wasn't close to the coldest game that I've ever seen, OU game at home. But it was, I mean, it was, it was pretty cold. Yeah, the, the difference between game one and the final home game of the year is normally uh, vastly different, okay. as most places are. Refresh my memory. Um, for the 24 Southeastern Conference schedule, how many home games are we going to have that year? Three. Well, uh, just, just SEC would be three. Three SEC. Yeah. And then you have what Tulane and Temple both at home scheduled, and so then we'll five, see what they do with the other two. At most six. Well, I mean, you could have at most seven, right? No. If you had, well, you have four non-conference games. You have four non-conference games. Uh, okay. None of the ones currently listed are away games right now. Like, I, okay, I, I don't think there will be four home non-conference right. games. I think there will probably be three in a, a road game or a neutral site, but there could be. There could be seven. Well, technically, if, there could be eight with the with the home playoff if you have that. Right. Um, here's what's crazy: we there's a there's a, a a strong chance, I would say, a very likely chance that we have back to back years with six home games. Right? Most teams play eight home games. Yeah. Well, I don't know if most teams play eight. I think most teams play seven. There are some teams that play eight. I think Baylor might play eight this year. Yeah. That's wild, man. Two years in a row, only six home games. How many did we have last year? Uh, last year you had one, two, three, four, five, six home games. UTEP, Kent State, K-State, KU, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. What was our road non-con? Uh, at Nebraska. That's right. Remember that one? Three years in a row with six home games. Man, I'll tell you, that's where that – and I know financially you're made whole with that neutral site game against Texas. I mean, that that deal is a massive moneymaker. I don't yeah. know what check and not, we get. And not going away. Not going right. away. But, man, 
for a like for for being able to play in your own stadium uh that's, that's wild only six home games well and then look what it's done to your home schedule over the course of the past 10 years right like the home schedule still top to bottom looks bad the past decade but if you're at least playing Texas at home every other year even in the years where they're bad yeah. and they're 5 and 7 it's at least Texas coming to your place right and it's a right. very attractive home game that's crazy yeah. It's it's been the perfect storm for crap home schedules. The Big Twelve's been terrible. The fans don't travel, and you play Texas and Dallas. Man, I'm just I'm. It's way more common than I than I thought. I just picked a random year, 2015, six home games: Akron, Tulsa, West Virginia, Tech, Iowa State, and TCU. I don't know if that's changed any time soon. Well, it, I guess it could. 25, what, you're going to Michigan that year for one of your non-conference games? So I think you in 25, you'd have four SEC games and then three home non-conference games. You could have seven, seven. in 2025, yeah. Seven. Which, an extra home game, that's a big deal. You know, whenever you're talking a, a, as few as you play, man – that's crazy. Text line for the 405. Got to get rid of playing Texas and Dallas every year. No, I don't. I don't. I mean, not only do I say no, but I, I, I wouldn't even, right. I, I wouldn't even bank on that ever happening. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. See, like I went back to to 03. We played eight home games and had a road non-conference game against Alabama. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, there were 12, yeah, 14 games that season. Okay, yeah, interesting. Oh, no, 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 that's wrong. No, 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 that's wrong. They had Kansas, that's the Big 12 championship game. That's not oh, a... That definitely wasn't a home game. Oh, my god. 2003, jeez. Come on. Which, by the way, they should change that, uh, that L because Kansas State, it's an advantage playing in their home state, right? That's what I'm told these days. It was weird that uh, you guys played 14 games in 2003, and then there were 13 games in 2004. And both teams made it to the conference championship, and both teams made it to the national championship. Was that the first year they um – they just bumped it to the three conference games? I, I don't know what – I've never looked back on the reasoning of that, but there were 14 games in 2003 and 13 in 2004 and right. played the same amount of postseason games. I yep. don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Stay tuned. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Looking for a trusted, locally owned and operated roofing company in Oklahoma? Black Thunder Roofing is a top-rated Home Advisor Elite Service Award winner and recipients of multiple Angie Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. Black Thunder also does free inspections and estimates. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, Black Thunder Roofing serves OKC's metro area south to Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Mustang, Bethany, and Piedmont. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or call 405-473-8028 for your free estimate today. 
Every summer has its own stories, and Dorsey Jones in El Reno has a story for you. It starts with Buick, the new 2023 Buick Envision at red hot prices. Take up to $5,000 off the MSRP, plus $750 in GM rebates for qualified buyers. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Experience the new Buick. See dealer for details. For three generations, the John M. Ireland & Son Fiener Home and Chapel in Moores continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've, You've got, got our, our word on it. it. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And is there anywhere and anytime at all? Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Summer is coming, along with the warmer weather. And all Sooner fans know that means we are just that much closer to another football season. And Balfour of Norman has been their favorite OU store for more than 45 years. Locally owned and located on Historic Campus Corner, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. At Balfour, you will find all the latest Sooner designs and styles in shirts, shorts, fashion tops, sweatshirts, hats, and even socks and belts. And they have a great selection for young Sooner fans, starting with newborn all the way through youth sizes. But Balfour has so much more than just shirts and hats, such as OU flags, auto accessories, golf items, glassware, and serving pieces, barbecue tools, just to name a few. You will even find something for your dog, even if his name isn't Boomer. So come by this summer when there is plenty of parking or shop online at CrimsonProud.com, where you will find everything Sooner. Are you looking for a luxury apartment for rent in Norman? The Falls at Brookhaven offers stunning two and three bedroom spacious floor plans with large walk-in closets, washer and dryer hookup, and a fabulous kitchen in a well-maintained calm environment. From plush carpet to sleek stainless steel appliances to a pool, 24-hour fitness, and two dog parks, the Falls at Brookhaven has it all. Call our locally owned and operated community at 405-701-8233 or go online to thefallsatbrookhaven.com for a free tour and see what living in luxury is like. Hey, I'm Reba McIntyre. Growing up in Oklahoma, I had big dreams of becoming a successful country music singer. But I also knew the odds were against me and that I needed an education to fall back on. Studying never got in the way of my dreams. In fact, school gave me lots of opportunities I wouldn't have had otherwise with my career. Please stay in school and try your best. You never know where a good education might take you. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. The Buffalo Wild Wings studio on this Tuesday. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. 
And I really hope what happened in Omaha, Nebraska last night is not a sign of things to come this uh, college football Woo. season because Jay Johnson, second-year head coach at LSU, won a national championship mm. last night. Corella DeVille, LSU women's basketball coach, second year at LSU, won a national championship a few months ago. Brian Kelly is uh, going to be in his second year this season at LSU. Let's hope that one doesn't happen. I, I don't think it will, but, you know. I, I believe that it's easier to win a championship early in a coach's tenure rather than later in a coach's tenure. You just you have so much momentum and buy-in and fan support. Everything is kind of – you've got this mass moving in one direction. And, like, after a handful of years, you, you just naturally kind of plateau a little bit and, and expectations settle in and recruiting settles in. Every, it just – there is a, there is definitely a first year head coach bump, and I think Nebraska is going through it right now. Nebraska is yeah. not going to land a top five class or anything like that, but might they land the highest ranked class they've had in a while? Yeah, potentially. Yeah. So that that is a real thing, and and I guess there's a, I mean Dabo is the exception here. Um, but Saban did it in at LSU and Alabama. I think Saban in his fourth year at LSU was it won it. it two thousand okay. was his first year, so two thousand oh one oh two oh three. Yeah. Okay. And then in his what third year at Alabama, he did Urban Meyer quickly at Ohio State. Urban Meyer quickly at Florida. Um, I think even like what Gene Chiswick won it rather quickly at Auburn, right? Yeah. What about Kirby? Kirby's first year was 2016. So I mean, he, he played he, in it. He second year, second year. Yeah, should have won it. Gave up a second and 26. Right. Yeah. I don't. There's just there's something about having all of that momentum behind you, and you know I. I keep getting asked about, well, you said Oklahoma. I had that written down today to ask, oddly enough. Going to win it in three years like you initially stated? Well, um, I don't feel nearly as strongly about it. But I'll say this. I said within three, not on year three, they got a better chance of doing it this year than they do next year. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I fourteen playoff versus a twelve team playoff, and still maybe an easier path to the playoff yeah, well, this season compared to twenty four. Yeah, this schedule is. Uh, you're never going to have another schedule like this again. Never again. Never. Never again. again. And I, I, it's, it's, it's likely that you can navigate this with one or even no losses. Uh, and if you have one, it could be against Texas, and you could possibly avenge that in the Big 12 championship game, as some people have, have predicted. You're one loss Big 12 champ, most likely, not always, but I'd say 75% chance you're in. And once you're in, who knows what happens, right? Again, unlikely, but... Georgia's going to have a new quarterback. Uh, Alabama's going to have a new quarterback. 
You know, there's plenty of established guys coming back on Ohio good teams. State has the worst quarterback name ever, which we uh, but, came up with last week. Kyle yeah, McCord, but you a can't new let, guy can't let Kyle McCord win a national championship this year. No, nope. or even win a playoff game for that matter. Nope. So I, that's kind of what I'm saying. I, this year, if you're going to do it, it probably ought to be this year. 580 says, unfortunately, I don't feel like we have had or are having that new coach momentum. I feel like in recruiting they did last year. And maybe that's more of a credit to their recruiting abilities, but even during a bad season and some decommitments and some that didn't go your way, they still pulled off a top five class for the first time in a while. You had it in recruiting. You've You've had it in some areas, but... You lost it with the 49-0 to zero pounding you took from Texas. K-State, okay. Had a chance to win that game. Lost by a touchdown at home. It's Kansas State. We're not – it's not like we aren't, you know, somewhat have that in the back of our head every year anyways. The TCU game, okay, your quarterback gets knocked out of the game. Right. I don't think we win that game anyways, but like I don't I just don't think that you had eliminated the the honeymoon phase of your coach. You go get beat forty nine to zero against Texas, honeymoon is over. Yeah. And the newlyweds are coming back pissed at each that other is, from wherever uh, they were. That is true. Now, if you want to say they don't have it right now, the the new coach momentum, I, I think that that's 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 fair. Gunny says my high school team that nice. played like twelve guys. Would have had a great chance to go ten and two with the schedule. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's with uh, everyone playing Iron Man football, and you had a punter. Nine one eight. So this is Venable's second season. Are you saying that there's a chance? Nine one eight says, "What year is this for v- uh, Venable's hashtag championship?" Second year. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, is there a chance? Sure, there's a chance. Is is it a very strong chance? No, it's probably not. But um, Schedule-wise, teams at, that we have had at Oklahoma that were not anywhere near championship caliber could navigate this schedule with one loss or fewer. Yeah. It's, it's bad. We've pointed it out. Uh, two teams in the top 40 in the Lindy's preseason college football magazine. Yeah, and uh, here's the thing. I have to keep saying this because I already know Kendall's already drafted it into his text messages for later this year. Uh, There's going to be someone, whether it's UCF, whether it's Iowa State, like who knows who it's going to be. Maybe it's TCU again. There's going to be someone on the schedule that right now is not a top 40 team that most definitely will be a top 25 team when we play them. Don't know who it's going to be, though. By the way, congrats to uh, LSU AD Jay Johnson for hiring all three of those names. I'm sure a uh, pay increase is headed mm. his way. Jay Johnson, Kim Mulkey, and Brian uh, Brian Kelly all in a short time period. It's going That's good nice. for him. Yeah, very it's good. It's going good. That game last night was um, – Not inter- entertaining? Not entertaining. I After what the second or third, what, when, whatever inning it was, they blew it open – Kind of watched it on fast forward the rest of the time, stopped and, and saw a couple of the highlights and stuff. 
Games two and three of that series were not uh, were not really all that watchable, honestly. Yeah, it would have been it would have been cool to see a tight game and Skeens come in and and close it out, but whatever. LSU won it. They had fun. Crowd was going crazy. Ton of LSU fans there. I it was hard to tell, but didn't it look like they totally overwhelmed Florida fans? Uh, yeah. How does, <laughs> yes. I was kind of shocked by that, I guess. I think it was, uh, was it Ryan McGee um, of ESPN that tweeted out, like, it's weird, like, Florida is this brand, but they never bring a lot of fans to Omaha for whatever reason. I just wonder if Florida's one of those fans that – Instantly recognizable brand. The Swamp is an awesome place, but do they not travel well for whatever reason? I don't know. These are things that we have to figure out in the SEC, but LSU fans just overwhelm Florida fans. And it it made me think of something, and I wanted to ask you because I just don't know. Do SEC baseball fans travel for a weekend series? Like, do you, Is that like a kind not of Not to thing? the level of Omaha, obviously, right? right? But... Arkansas, yeah. So, like, uh, what I'm I'm guessing, like, a bunch of people pack up in RVs and stuff and come and, like, camp out for the weekend? Yeah, I mean, I I think it depends on the school, right? Sure, like, yeah. do you see that at Georgia? Probably not. Do you see that at Florida or Alabama? Probably not. But at LSU, I think that's a yes. Arkansas, I think that's a yes. When Ole Miss and Mississippi State have good teams, I think that's Tennessee. a yes. Uh, Tennessee, that's probably newer for them, but yes, I think South Carolina probably a little bit as well, but mostly with like LSU, Arkansas, and then if the two Mississippi schools are good, then yeah, I think that happens. Because that could be, I mean, that's almost feels like a better road trip than a football game. Well, yeah, you get like at least three days there maybe four like actually get to experience a little bit more of the town that you're in it's a little bit more laid back sure like you get more like you you end up getting way more uh bang for your buck but also it's you know it's different than you're never going to get a football game day experience out of it you know so although some of them look pretty pretty exciting all right quick timeout final timeout of hour number one stay tuned talking sooner football is what we do this is the ref Summer has just begun, so do something cool. Go to Dorsey Jones in El Reno, where you'll get burning, fiery, red-hot savings on a new 2023 GMC. Like the new 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab 4x4. Take up to $500 off the MSRP, plus get $1,250 in GM rebates for qualified buyers. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. Are you in need of purchasing your own health insurance? Are you turning 65 and confused about Medicare? Are you an employer looking at offering benefits to your staff? Call the agents at Allison Insurance. They'll sort through the confusion. They're not captive to just one company, and they'll get the best option for you. Don't get frustrated. Call Allison Insurance at 800-580-5587 or 745-2968. Allison Insurance. They are the experts. 
Stop looking and start booking your game day hotel at NCED Conference Center and Hotel. We have great game day specials, classic queen bed or king bedrooms, premium king rooms, and a variety of classic and premium suites to choose from. Just click nced-hotel.com or call 405-447-9000. Enjoy the Sooners and stay at NCED Hotel, located on Highway 9, just 10 minutes east of Owen Field. Call today to reserve your game day hotel, 405-447-9000, or online at nced-hotel.com. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. At the Carlstone, retirement is whatever you want it to be. Our 55-plus living community has a little bit of everything, from an incredible workout facility, a spa, to game and movie rooms, and even full-service dining. With our professional and caring staff members, you can rest easy knowing your loved ones are well taken care of. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Heydays Kids Summer Fun Camp is back this year, starting in June for kids 6 to 14 years old. This summer, the fun camps include indoor and outdoor activities, STEM-focused projects, arts and crafts, and so much more. Full week and single day options are available. Come camp this summer at Norman's Entertainment Headquarters, Heyday. Register now at heydayfun.com forward slash camps. Do you like to stand out in a crowd while wearing the best in OU apparel? The Jimmy Austin Pro Shop carries the best brands you can wear to work or even dress up events. Lines such as Lululemon, Travis Matthew, Footjoy, Greg Norman, Grayson, or Turtleson with the OU and Jimmy Austin logo are sure to catch everyone's eye. You don't have to be a golfer to shop at Jimmy Austin. They also do corporate special orders for you and your company. Call them today, 405-325-6716, or visit theougolfclub.com for more information. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry, I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Cavens Group bringing you this hour of the rush. Check them out, cavensgroup.com, especially if you have an emergency repair or storm damage. Cavens, they are on the clock 24-7 with emergency repairs, cavensgroup.com. Xavier Robinson, 
Three-star running back out of Carl Albert announcing at 6 p.m. tonight, OU and Iowa State. All he did last year at Carl Albert was rush for 2,594 yards, Mm. uh, 39 touchdowns, 9.4 yards per carry, and 185 rushing yards per game. Not a bad little stat line. No. And who knows what it's going to be this year, though he may not be playing in a lot of of, uh, second-half games this year. We had fun with this during Locked In. We got everything from Jim Brown to J.D. Reynolds, so there were, um, people were joking on some of those. But I, I actually think it's a, a great comp. With, and I think – was it Mikey Henderson? Yeah, let's hope he doesn't, you know, get into trouble like Mikey Henderson. But right. Bigger um, body but very athletic. Athletic, kind of started off as, a, as more of a running back type and, and then – Ended up as as that H back type, do everything type of player, because um, I, I would expect that. I mean, he's a big, physical, explosive athlete. I would expect that he's gonna. Like, he hasn't peaked as far as you know how how big he's gonna get. You know, he may add another ten, fifteen, heck, maybe more than that. So you're looking at a kid that's gonna be. Perhaps hovering around the 240 mark at some point. He's a unique skill set with yeah. the, the with the body type and the um in the in the athleticism he has. And I said this earlier, like OU is not going to hurt at running back this cycle. In fact, it could be one of the best running back classes that they get or have gotten in a while. Um, you may get the number one running back, and you may get Caden Durham, who's a four star. I don't think Lebby's throwing out this offer unless he has a real clear vision and idea yeah. of what he wants to do with this type of player. Yep, no, I I agree with that, and he's committing soon. He hadn't committed yet, right? No, 6 p.m. tonight. Tonight, okay, there you go. All right, quick timeout, more from the rush coming up. Coach Stoops next, how about that?